Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. 913-52. Before turning on the mics for John and Lance, let's pause to remember what they said yesterday in the Veritex Community Bank Studios. But if you just say slavery and just keep it moving, you might be okay. The septum ring has turned into a real, real... Then nobody knew what they were doing. Nobody knew what they were talking about. Talking about. Well, speaking of not knowing what they were talking about, here comes John Clay Wolf hobbling in. What's wrong with that? I... Uh, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 Speaking of canceling. Uh, well, we're looking at Ronnie Chang. Yeah. Netflix. We weren't Did thinking you, of canceling Dave, at all. Dave Chappelle's new show? Oh, man. <laughs> Chappelle. So there's like... I was thinking of this. Did you it's see like Netflix it, employees walked out? 30 Netflix employees walked out. Again? Again. Again. This Again. Dave, the more you do that, Dave's going to sign up for another one. Yeah. I think that was his last one. And uh, he signed up for, I think, a three special or four special contract. The more you try to push him, the more he's going to push back. Oh, yeah. That's why he continues to do this. Triple because, down. Yeah. No, he's he is a triple down because he knows that he's untouchable. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? What he's got do? so much money. Yeah. It's like Dave Portnoy from uh, and, from, from uh, Dana White. It's like it goes like this: Trump, Dana White, uh, Portnoy with balls uh, with a uh, um, barstool, uh, uh, not Bill Burr as much, kind of, but definitely Dave Chappelle. Those four can say like they don't really care. They've got the money, and, they, yeah. and they're kind of their own bosses. So is they he don't, done with this trilogy? I think he's done with the trilogy. The trans trilogy is he done with that? Is yeah, he going to move on to something else? He, right out of the gate, his first joke was trans stuff. <laughs> right, and then he goes, I'm not messing with them. He goes, I, it's not worth it anymore. And then he went after disabled people for, for about two two or three straight minutes, these jokes. And I know what he's doing is pushing the envelope to yeah. basically say, we have to be able to get back here. We have to be able to laugh. It's not serious. It's not this or that. But he's the kind of guy that if there's blowback or people walk out or whatever, he doesn't care because right. he's like, I, what? 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 I'm super what rich. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What are it's you gonna like do? You. That's no. That's not. We're but not anything alike. You're not rich, but you don't care like Dave Chappelle. Okay. Okay. But I don't say stuff like he does that on air. Dell, <laughs> has John ever said anything on, on air, air that would make Dave Chappelle say, "I'm not sure you should have said that." Is that your Dave Chappelle? Yeah, but I yeah. used to do it better. Oh, yeah. I can do a good Cat Williams. So somebody said something yesterday on air that they shouldn't have said on the Pat McAfee show, as a matter of fact. Uh-oh. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Aaron Rodgers does not like Well, he's another Jimmy one Kimmel. who doesn't care what you say. Yeah. Well, right. Because he, he are, can just retire Aaron from Aaron Rodgers football. apparently said yesterday as well that he I'm doing mushrooms again, bro. I'm Ayahuasca. Start, yeah, what, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing that again because, man, it was cool. So he's going to do it again. 
He also said this about Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Bring it up. Bring it up, Foxy or somebody back Seats there. Seats on it. We have Super Bowl 58. You'll see it. The emblem. Put it on the screen. And then bring up 57 and 56. Does that have something to do with the Epstein list that came out? <laughs> Feels like <laughs> Feels That's like. supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Look, this guy's been There's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine <laughs> cellar for this guy. <laughs> a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> All right. All right. Obviously, a clip from this particular program was run on Jimmy Kimmel's show uh, whenever Aaron brought up the, the list and then. Jimmy mocked him for it. Mm-hmm. Aaron has not forgotten about that. But- so Pat McAfee, this is how you know his bread is butter with ABC. Yeah, right. Because now he's corporate guy where he's like, Ooh. hey, that's an ABC guy too now. <laughs> let's let's uh, slow well, down. He, well, and, and it, that does give more. That, that does actually explain it a little bit more than just Aaron Rodgers thinking that he's going to be on Oh, there. no, he has to because I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't keep up with that stuff that much. But he uh, – and then did you see Jimmy Kimmel's Jim, response? For the record, I've not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. He never said that Jimmy Kimmel was on the list. He did say that, uh, you know, guys are interested in when the list comes out, guys like Jimmy Kimmel, which intimates. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, he never said that Jimmy Kimmel But Aaron Rodgers has FU money and a career. Like, he doesn't care if he stops. Dave Chappelle doesn't care if he stops. He cut himself off for a decade. Like, yeah. he just went into, he was gone forever. There are certain people, and Aaron Rodgers is definitely on that list. I'd say Kyrie. Well, I'd say Kyrie is on that list. Now, Kyrie had the apology to the Jewish community, and then as soon as he got traded from the Nets, immediately deleted it from his social media and has doubled down since then on, with some stuff. But there are, there are guys in sports also who have the, I don't care if you come for me. Yeah. Usually you've already accomplished a lot, and you've got and you a got lot money. of money. And your money. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers said J- Jimmy Kimmel's a, one of many who hopes the list doesn't come out. Doesn't come out. Yes. Right. Which intimates that he's on the list, yes. but it didn't. he didn't, yeah, he say, didn't say he's, he's on, on the, the list. list. Yes. He didn't say he's on. But did you hear the biggest name that could be on the list? Yeah, I, did. I saw it yesterday. Yeah. Clinton? Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Wow. I don't know where I saw it. So It, it really didn't shock me. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm I'm inter- interested to That's see. That's not one that you're like. Oh, when no. this come out? Really? What's what comes out? Yeah, I right. just uh, no, no, no. It, I just I'm just trying to get through. No, you're just trying right to be now. able to walk right now. Yeah, right now I just need to make sure that this doesn't this doesn't involve and turn into a really bad infection where I can't use my right hand. Right, right. Because the chunk of skin type, gone on my you? hand. Yeah. For those you don't know, Lance fell at the sugar. Ah, it's a, it's a, at the sugar. That's an overdramatization. At the Superdome. Yeah. What? What? You fell. It's not what, else, an what else happened? <laughs> you tripped and you fell. Make it, you make it it's sound not like an over- you make it sound like I was just walking and fell. It no, was, that's, that's exactly, exactly what, what happened. happened. There was way more to you, it. What happened then? <laughs> Shoes and a step. Not even a step, but a the ground pothole, wasn't level. Uh, no, it was just un. You said it was about an inch. Yes, uneven. But my shoes are super high. My shoes. And there's a small, like, 
it's a high center of gravity and a small what? width to the shoe, and so it's easy to center twist your. Gravity. It's easy to twist your ankle. It's that's no all, that's all the gravity. truth. No center of gravity. We're talking about here. What we're talking about is you not your inability to just walk like normal people. That's what we're talking about. And somebody said, can maybe. Can maybe the NFL Network or somebody get you a handicap sticker while you're walking? Yes. That you wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I see all walking. these other people well, get it all when the time. He, where he, wherever he walks. What happens? What do you? What path? HRT needs to get it for you. Like, is can there you, any chance I could show my my hand and say, "Can I have a handicap thing that uh, I see everyone else get?" I see people get out and like sprint into an HEB with their handicap stuff. I'm like this. But if you get one for just walking, no, no, plates. no, no, no. This one will hang around your neck. Yeah, I'm not hanging one around. Does he my just neck. get access to smoother roads? What? What is a smoother sidewalks? What does he get? I'm not hanging anything around my <laughs> for neck. something for walking. Thing around his neck. But what does it get him? You idiots. A paved <laughs> pathway to walk. Yeah, everybody just get out the way because at he, any point he could fall. Well, that's that's the safety of everyone else, not him. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, I think that's, <laughs> you should get Daspit. He's your personal injury lawyer. I did. I thought about that. The when Superdome I fell, owes the you. You things, could own I know. the Superdome. Trust me, but it happened in New Orleans. He's so better I off suing Adidas. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not ever suing Adidas, although Adidas is the one that we'd probably have to go after. And the Superdome. I don't know. It was uneven there. Now, he, uh, now thousands and thousands of people have made it through there as and i know through this course but as i was walking this is actually this is not why you go through adidas no this is How, on maybe my, this is on my kids this is on my kids as i'm walking there and i've got blood all over my mm-hmm. my 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 uh as i'm walking inside the superdome all i could think of was i wonder if other people have had these issues with the, these shoes and if there's ever going to be a class action lawsuit <laughs> because this is kind of dangerous i really like these shoes but it's kind of it's probably not the safest thing, and I did think. I mean, I could contact John about this if it goes down. <laughs> if I have to, you I could. mean, if I would have broken my hand, would I have called John Daspit and tried to get a settlement from Adidas? I, I don't know. Not, mm, I don't know. Please sounds, tell me. Do I have a Daspit right like here? Because I'll roll right into it. Uh, is this a Daspit spot? It no actually way. is a Daspit spot. No way. It absolutely is. Well, this is the thing. See, if if there had been something, I'll, I'll admit, maybe the hole, maybe there needed to be a much bigger hole that had not been addressed, uh, that had caused an injury. That that actually is an example of John Daspit has had to take care of people like that who have fallen and broken an elbow and and had a concussion and had to spend time in the hospital, broken hips, broken an ankle because of uh, something that was not properly taken care of by the owner of the establishment whether it's a giant pothole there, whether it's having a leaking, something leaking from the ceiling that's caused somebody to slip and fall and crack their orbital bone and nose. Can you imagine, man? That would be so painful. You go into the hospital, you got to have surgery on that. Then you get the little Rip Hamilton face mask for when you're walking around. Then you got to go, you know, <clears throat> then you're going to miss time from work. Some of the injuries that are to the extremities, uh, it could be in a car wreck, could be in, uh, trust me, I'm coming back from New Orleans yesterday. Holy crap. I was just waiting for that inevitable uh, car wreck that there is on I-10 headed back west. And those things are, you know, John Daspit gets involved with that as well. He's been involved with refinery blasts, with offshore incidents, uh, the horrible Astro World tragedy that we saw with the concert. He's been involved in all these different things because when people have been injured due to someone else's negligence, it's John Daspit who fights 
for your rights and fights for your bills to be paid and your time off from work and compensation for your pain and suffering. And he is going to win big for you. He has a great winning percentage. And I promise you, you're not going to find anyone better, not just in the city of Houston, but in the state of Texas that you want on your side other than John Das. But 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW. ESPN 97.5.com. You need to learn. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Verse it. Welcome back on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Playoff game this Saturday night. And did you see your boy... Pete Schrager. What do you do? I just revealed this fact on Good Morning Football and am double and triple checking it. The Houston Texans have played only 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time games this season. 16 of them. That's right. They moved the Broncos game from 3.15 to to, uh, noon here because they didn't want it to compete with the Eagles and Bills or whatever game that was. Mm -hmm. Or Eagles 49ers. Mm -hmm. Remember? Every single one of the Texans games have been at noon. Pete Schrager's just finding this out. He just is finding this out. And this is Saturday will not only be their first primetime game, but their first game played outside of the 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time window. What? Is that a big deal? I know. That's no. not a big deal, is it? Well, and it, but D'Amico had to address it, actually. He did? Yeah. They asked, hey, what about how big this is? All of a sudden, you're in primetime. He goes, uh, you know, I don't guess. It well, we just want to focus on, on preparation, and D'Amico will give you the focus. And you know what? When he says that, it's not coach talk. He actually means it. Yeah. No, no, no. Is is there a difference? They're playing at 7 at night or or. Well, noon. your body clock is different. Yo, no, 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 yeah, absolutely. I, they they haven't done that. There's yeah. a difference in body clock. Look, it's just exciting for fans to me. Um. It's exciting because this is, you're right, this well, is a playoff game. Well, it was the last time the, sec- the Texans were in front. I mean, honestly, we're a focal point of a, a, a decent football game that, that America cared about. No, but I mean. No, honestly, the- when was the last time? Yeah, this is, no, this is a playoff game. You made the playoffs. Yes. Yes, this, you're in a playoff game right now. But but when was the, literally, when was the last time? Divisional the last round time the Kansas mattered. City. Kansas City when they were up 24 nothing. That was the last The last time. time the Texans mattered was then. What was that? They haven't mattered in that. And Bill O'Brien was lucky enough to have a baseball scandal that rocked the history of the Astros come out the afternoon, right. literally the afternoon after the loss, so that all the attention yes. got taken off yes. of him. It was, you're right, the Texans to me, and yes, this has been a slow burn towards, and we saw it by the midpoint of the season, the Texans were a big talking point for a lot of shows. But now it's uh, you know they're highlighted on on Saturday and uh, it's cool it's cool seeing them in the evening it's cool to have a game that matters this much my son Sebastian wanted to I told you yesterday really? he wanted to fly to Indianapolis and go to this game well, of course I'm like, he we're did. not mine did, flying. my kid did too and we you know we did not yeah we're not, not flying to Indianapolis to see this game but um, it's awesome to have a game that means so much you win and you're in you control your own destiny. See, I you have a chance to win a division still. I'm looking. So that was 2020 when that game happened, mm-hmm. and then we had a pandemic right after it. We had we had the Astros scandal, 
and then a pandemic. Right? Mm-mm. Right after it. Mm-mm. Yeah. The game happened in 20. It was the 19th season. I know. It was it 20. It happened and, in 20. And, and 20 yeah. was the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happened. Yeah. Yes. The, it, the pandemic happened because that's when right. Jose Altuve had to go become the face of the I didn't realize scandal. this. The very – did you know the te- – do you remember the Texans opened the season on Thursday Night Football? I don't. Well, uh, which year? The, the 2020 19? COVID year. Oh, the COVID year. First game was Wait, against Kansas City. Deshaun, at Kansas City yeah, on Thursday Deshaun night. Yeah, played on the COVID year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was the Thursday night. You know how you open the city on Thurs- uh, the, the season on Thursday night? Mm-hmm. The Texans did that. We were the co- we were the Thursday night game. The Thursday night game for the defending champs. That was yeah. We lost thirty four to twenty. Deshaun threw for two fifty three. Um, yeah, but that that actually after losing fifty one thirty one to the Chiefs in that playoff game, they had the Texans open the season against the Chiefs, thinking the Texans were going to be really really good. <laughs> the joke was on them because they won three games that year. The joke was on the Texans. They were a, a four-win season. That was the yeah. four-win season. A four-win team that year. Congratulations. It was 4-3-3, I think, from a win standpoint. But um, Yeah. Or it was a 4-3-4. But, yeah, you had... Uh, so that was and, actually the last time and that, that they have been Bill, on a big stage. And that was the year Bill O'Brien was fired, right? Yeah, four-win yeah. season. Yeah. And then, then we got Cully, then we got Lovey, and now here we are. Now here we are. And now here we are. Playing in a... In a pseudo playoff game to get into the other playoffs, but I mean, since it is a win and you're in, it is a wild card game to me. But this is how long it's been since we've been that since this team has been relevant. So I was talking to somebody from another Houston radio station at the uh, uh, at the Sugar Bowl. They were there, and we were talking about the fact that man, I mean, it's December. Well, it's actually January. I said it's January, and we've got, you know, we've it's the Astros of the Astros, but we've got. Things to talk about with the Rockets, the Texans actually not only matter but are on the upswing. Like this is really an exciting time for sports radio because, and for sports fans in Houston because it's these different topics live a lot longer because they matter. We're not just trying to come up with content for you. We're not just trying to come up with talking points. Like these are real things that have an impact on yeah. on the season. I mean, uh, look, the hypothetical about how much C.J. Stroud would be worth in a trade—that's fun. That's a fun topic because it, it gets to the point of how much value he has as a rookie. Do you understand that most rookies don't ever play like this as quarterbacks? Ever. Most rookies never look like Listen, this as a quarterback. go look at the history of rookie quarterbacks starting, especially high draft picks starting, and look at the record of the team. CJ is a huge outlier. Yeah. Even the greatest, Peyton Manning, led the league in interceptions, and the Colts sucked. Now, the next year, I think they won three games this rookie year. The next year, they were fantastic, and Peyton was fantastic. But no rookies just don't do what CJ is doing. Teams just don't do. That's why I, I stayed away. Listen, the year before CJ last year, I went over on the Texans' wins because I thought Lovey was going to be a little bit more like D'Amico than Lovey was. I thought he was going to bring, especially after Cully, he was going to bring that kind of, uh, of, of stature, of a kind of culture to the locker room. And it took this year. But I wasn't going to bet on a rookie quarterback. When you look at the stats of rookie quarterbacks, especially high draft pick quarterbacks going to crappy teams, they never win, ever. No, this is ever. extraordinarily rare. It's, 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 unbe- it's actually Justin unbelievable. Justin Herbert had a good rookie season. 
And what'd they do? Um, my, what have they ever done? Yeah. They lost. But he had a good rookie the, season. Joe Burrow didn't have a good rookie season. He no. got hurt. He got yeah. hurt. Well, he was hurt. The Chargers years. lost to the. He wasn't having a big year. Josh Allen didn't have a big year. No. Boy, Tua didn't. No, Josh Allen, they wanted him, they wanted him out the after, Dolphins won after his first 10 year. games and two of Remember that? Year. Yeah. But, yeah. He, but he split time with Fitzpatrick. If we're comparing, CJ and Justin Herbert would be your comparison because they both went into a winner take all final game. Remember, Justin Herbert, didn't he. Didn't he face the Raiders? His rookie season? Was that his rookie season or his second season? Where, I think it may have been his second season. Where he, it was all those fourth yeah, down conversions. They couldn't, they couldn't, they just kept having. Yeah, you're right. Because they, they fired Anthony Lynn and then Brandon Staley was the next year. So, yeah, uh, that happened in Herbert's second season. So, as far as CJ, recent memory, like like I said, Tua's team won 10 games, but he split time with Fitzpatrick. So, as far as a rookie leading a team to the playoffs, if he does it and winning 10 games himself, well, nine case winning the other one i can't remember the last time because joe burrow got hurt his rookie oh, vince year. young was rookie of the year they won the division that was 06 06 07 season but vince young had a good rookie season is he was rookie of the year and they won the division so that that definitely counts but yeah but it's so rare what we're watching and by the way, CJ's having a much better year. He was rookie of the year, but CJ's better than oh, Vince no. Young was. CJ is one of the best passers in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Is CJ, well, does it matter? RG3 was rookie. Uh, RG3 actually, made the playoffs his rookie year. RG3, RG3 made the playoffs, was he, but he wasn't rookie of the year, was he? I think he or was. Did that go to Andrew Luck? No, no. No, it may have been RG3 him. RG3 yeah, was, was rookie him. of the year. It was him because Kyle was Shanahan out of the was league his OC. Four, five, four years later. Well, yeah. they, they played Andrew him in a Luck, game he shouldn't have played. <laughs> Did Andrew Luck have a Andrew Luck? It wasn't his rookie season. It was his second season where he had that big game against uh, Kansas City, where the, Kansas City came back against him. I think I well, don't think that was his Kansas rookie City year. was up big, and the Colts came. The back. The Colts came back, yeah, but that wasn't his rookie year, was it? Um, yes, it was. Okay, so maybe Andrew Luck fits that model. I guess that would be Andrew yeah, Luck. They and won eleven con- games that year, and he was considered a generational quarterback at at one point. At least that was the, some of the talking points. So. Yeah, this is an unbelievable. I mean, the idea that you got it right, and I think you did. I mean, you want to talk about, you want to talk about, think think about this, Dave Tepper. Dave Tepper came out, and I guess is after the draft, but it resurfaced later on that they had a three way trade with Houston, and then Houston pulled out of it. The Houston was going to be involved with the with the so so it would have been the Panthers. Houston would have gone to the first pick. They would have got Bryce Young. Then the Panthers. What he was intimating is that the Panthers would have taken C.J. Stroud. And then the Bears. So it was a three-team trade. The Texans pulled out of it. They end up with C.J. Stroud. I just, I think, I think Bryce Young would have been pretty good in this offense. I don't think he would have done what C.J. Stroud's doing, though. I just don't. I think C.J. Stroud's accuracy, his poise, um, I think there's a lot going on with C.J. Stroud that Bryce Young just wouldn't have been able to do. And Dave Tepper, Dave Tepper is turning into one of the, he just got fined $300,000 for throwing a drink from the press box on a Jacksonville fan. Did you see that video? I'm yeah, sure you did. yeah, I saw the video. And it, he in, in all talking, fairness. He, he, he was yelling and, and, and screamed F-bombs coming out of a locker room after a game, and Frank Reich was fired uh, the very next day, and oh. so was his offense coordinator. Like, Dave Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, how, I, this Bryce in all Young fairness, could, this is how I would own a team. Yeah, but this Bryce Young thing. Throwing drinks on people. This Bryce, C.J. Stroud is breaking the Carolina Panthers. Yes. 
And yes. he's just, just by playing well, he's literally fundamentally breaking yeah. an owner of an NFL team. No, 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 no. If C.J. Stroud was, Frank Reich might have his job right now if, if C.J. Stroud wasn't good. Yes. Yes, because of yes. The, the huge mistake that was made. I kind of I kind of like Tepper, though, if you want to know the truth. I kind of like the way he's acting. Um, if somebody is... Throwing is, drinks on fans? Well, it, what did he say? Do you think there's something that could have caused... Created that, and, and he would have been right. Plus, how many drinks, drinks had Tepper had? That's not a not, none factor. In the press box. Well, what do you mean? He picked. He threw a drink. Well, it wasn't in the press box. It would have been a sweet. Yeah, it would have been a sweet. It's in an owner's box. Well, was it? Was that a home game? No, they were in Jacksonville. So you get a suite from yeah. the other team. Yeah, but in Jacksonville, it's probably just what's justifiable. There's John? probably no food or drink in there. Well, yes, there is. There's probably some Dasani yeah, and that's it. It's Jacksonville. They put tarps on everything. Not, not their sweet. It's probably not sweet. It's it probably was, just no. A, it was absolute. It was a sweet. I bet it's an auxiliary box. And they had food and drink. And it looked like some kind of crown or mm-hmm. maybe maybe crown reserve. He threw on him, and it depended on how many he had. Okay, uh, you're, so you're finding justification. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm okay with how many a drink did you have in Nick's for the Christmas party? Did you throw a drink on someone? I didn't because people were great. When's the last time you listeners threw, are great? When's the last time you threw a drink on somebody? <sighs> See, he's done it. He has to just think about it. Throw on it. Well, we used to we used to go out and pour champagne on our own heads and on each other. Okay, celebrating. The champagne's what have you on done? me. Okay, we used to, the thing is, champagne's on me, and you pour a bottle okay, of champagne. I'm just going to do this. This is a game I'm going right. to play called, what, did you, what, what have you done more recently? Peed on the floor of a bar or poured champagne on your own head? Or threw a drink on somebody? Uh, most recently? Most recently. <laughs> I know which the answer is. I can't say. Why yeah. not? It's peeing. <laughs> Didn't you celebrate the Astros title at Nick's White oh, Porn Drink? Oh, right. Champagne. Yeah. Yeah, we did. You're right. Champagne. Oh, yeah, you ruined Nick's. Yeah, Nick's place. He had to, it took him, like, weeks to clean it all up. Yeah. <laughs> peeing. I, I'm not, I'm what about peeing? <laughs> yeah, it's peeing. The kid was in trouble. Peeing. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was champagne. You're right. Yeah. No, thank you. Like, he was so thank glad you, you dug straight him out of that. Straight out Straight hey, Lance, have you poured a drink on someone? Uh, no, no. I never poured a drink. Yeah, I'm not a, know. I'm not a drinker, but TV tells me that is something women do. Do men yeah, do that? It's not typically. Oh yeah, it's not. A, it's not. A, yeah. yeah. Well, this is a ce- in celebration. Men do it all well, the time. That's different. Yeah, yeah. you celebrate, but it because someone's insulted, you're upset. That's generally not. Is, is, do men generally do that? I don't think no. of it that way. I always no, the you, woman throws the drink in your face. Is what happens. Just a punch to the face. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah. That that doesn't happen. Particularly when you're drunk. Right, right, right. All right, we got to break it. Seven one three seven eight zero. This guy says, "Dudes ain't wasting booze." Yeah, yeah. He threw water on somebody. No, well, he's an owner. He could have. No, but he, I think he was drinking water. No, 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 no. It's a pruder. He. It was. It was a drink. It was a drink. But it's hard. It just comes. But out he, nowhere. here was the. Here was the B move he made. He, he walked through it and immediately like hightailed it. Like I know, I, think he's I don't re- want any piece of this. I just want to throw and run. I think it's only because that he was realized, a bit of a well, it's not like somebody was going to come into the booth, even though I got climbed up there. I think he threw it and realized that was I'm an owner. Oh, no, no, he threw it and said, "I don't want no piece of this guy." See, I thought it was just like he's embarrassed. I think he realized his anger got the best of him. He got a three hundred thousand dollar fine. It's nothing. Do you know how long? That's a slap in the wrist. For him, most Americans, myself included, yourself, to work something like that off. 
Well, Can we you don't... imagine that kind of fine for us? Oh, come on. What if we got the, fined the like an owner relative fine? relative uh, fine, 30 bucks. I mean, relatively speaking, it's a it's about a $30 fine. I got to feel it's like a $300,000 check isn't fun to write any way you look at it. You're, I'm sure you're right. They're, they're, what they're going to do is withhold his some kind. They're, he's not writing. He ain't scratching no check. They're just going to withhold 300000 from that big check that they send him every year. That's all. I, he ain't scratching. I mean, that was a, it was kind of a B move. I will pour champagne on certain types of people. I think I'll that's see. Now that's got something to do with hookers. Certain types. That's a gentleman's <laughs> move. Time to talk. You know what's funny? Ironic. You do that in a gentleman's club, I assume, and that is not the move of a gentleman. <laughs> That's ironic. QC, QC Kinetics, not ironic. No, it's not ironic, and uh, they unironically will tell you that they can change your life, and that's because they can. I've seen them do it before. There's four locations here in the Houston area. If you go to QCKinetics.com, you can take a look at where the locations are. Um, they're easy to get to, and you can get a free consultation. Just go online. And, and you can find a location nearest you. Uh, um, I can tell you this. When you look for QC Kinetics and when you look for um, how you're going to change your life, the first thing you do is you're going to find the, you know Sugarland, Cypress, Spring, Woodlands. You're going to go into the location. You're going to consult with them. They're going to take a look at what's going on. And they can help you decide how you want to approach that. Now, when you have chronic pain in your joints, and that's what they deal with, they can regenerate and restore damaged tissue. This is regenerative medicine. It's huge across the country right now, and QC Kinetics is one of the leaders. Go read the reviews. They're incredible. I've seen my wife's response to it, how she gained mobility in her knee again so that she could run marathons. Um, This is a great opportunity for you to get rid of that chronic pain. You don't have to be a marathon runner or a a jogger or anything like that. But if you are, it's going to help you. If you're not, it doesn't matter. They want to help eliminate that chronic pain so you live a pain-free life. It's QCKinetics.com, QCKinetics.com. ESPN 97.5.com. Get in the race. Don't forget, driver and car have to be equally good to win, so do your best job. I'll do the best job of driving I can. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. Hi, right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance, uh, along with Dell, here with you. Lamar Jackson is winning. I, I was a big proponent of Josh Allen still being in this thing, but I don't know. He's not. The win total's too high. Lamar's picked up his level of play. Well, the, but Josh the Allen has a chance to be the number two seed. Yeah. I mean, and, and by the way, we had left them for dead a while ago. Yeah, but Lamar's not, Lamar hasn't been directly responsible for a lot. Of, he has been for one loss I can think of, but that's going to be a lot higher number. Like Lamar's going to be directly responsible for a lot of. For several wins. There were some games he didn't. You know, his stats, I thought early in the year when people were mentioning him, hmm. he didn't belong in there. Now, okay, he's but, got statistics. He does, okay. But not like yeah, it was. Uh, what's the difference in number of yards they've thrown for? I'll give you a, oh, no, a, a pretty, leeway of about 50 yards. No, it's it's about 1,000. Is it? Yeah. It's 300. Is that it? That's it. 
That's all. Well, see, 39 47 to 36 78. It's less than 300. Wow, he's really come on. He's really come on. Well, how many? Yeah, okay, like, what's touchdowns and interceptions for each? Uh, Lamar is into the 20s now, right? Like 22? Lamar. Or 23? Lamar Jackson's 24 and 7. Okay. And, and Josh Allen is 27 and 16. See, it's not even really close. It's not close. No, Lamar, Lamar is the man. Lamar is, yeah. I no. thought statistically speaking, and it was for a while, statistically speaking, Josh Allen was way ahead of him. Not anymore. No, and the wins are Lamar yeah. Jackson's, and Lamar has not. Now, he's not running. Like, this year is not anywhere close to his MVP year three years ago. It's not close. You look at the MVP Except year he's he a had, better quarterback now. I would say he's in a, yes, I think he was in good schemes both times. Munkin has made a difference. Munkin's made a big difference. I think when he lost um, Greg Roman, it hurt him. And getting Roman helped him because he understood how to use him. And Munkin, Lamar has intentionally dialed back the running because I think he understands, okay, i got to be judicious with this because it, it's important that I stay healthy. And he did, to his credit. He's not had one injury issue that I know of. Nothing that's caused him to miss any games. But this offensive scheme has been much, much better for him. I knew Odell, Odell Beckham wouldn't make much of a difference. Zay Flowers, I figured, wouldn't he has. Zay Flowers has been good for him. You know, he's doing it without Mark Andrews right now, who used to be his safety blanket. And so one of the things that Except I think has been... likely has been really good. Really good. Yeah. Really good. They haven't lost a step. I think a, he still loves throwing to the tight end. Yeah. He well, obviously yeah. loves throwing and to the tight end. And likely has done a... That one-handed catch he made the other day for the touchdown was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, who's the... Uh, the Ravens are the most dangerous team, right? They got the most wins. I think the most dangerous. You know, I want to say way they Buff- went into San I Francisco. I want to say Buffalo because way Buffalo's, but no, they they pummeled. Buffalo has San Fran- not played well. Lately. They pummeled San Francisco. Oh yeah, they have ever since no. the Al Qaeda stuff. Oh no, no, they haven't won. No, 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 no. They've got a, they're on a win streak. They haven't played well though. When you look at their, those games that they've won, they have not been great. No, they haven't. I, 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 really? Trust me. The Ravens have been great. The yeah, Ravens yeah. have been Bills great. Bills beat the Chargers by two. They beat the Patriots six. That one. No. no. They did smash the Cowboys. And yes, they won, that game was They good. won in Kansas City, which, by the way, doesn't mean as doesn't much mean, anymore. No, it doesn't mean nearly as And long. then um, the Eagles beat them. So, yeah, they're 4-0 since that time. Yeah, there have been some. I mean, against the spread, they're probably 2-2 two and two yeah. against the spread. Now, the Ravens? You're right. The Ravens have embarrassed people. Yes. The Ravens, they embarrass San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something at San Francisco. So this is, I'm, I'm, the Ravens are by far right now the most dangerous team. The The Bills can go in there and win. The Bills, I don't think there's any question the Bills can mm-hmm. go in there and win. I, I think that the Ravens, when you look at the way Lamar Jackson's playing, the way the defense is playing, the consistency with which they played, and you look at the rest of the AFC, you can't try. This is not Casey's year. Uh, um, Yoko Swifto is just not going to that thing. Yoko bro- Swifto, yeah, that thing has broken down. In How Kansas is City. you're blaming her? <laughs> Yoko Swift. Yoko Swifto has broken. Did she it down. draft Sky Moore? Oh my! Did gosh. she trade yeah. for Kadarius Tony? Did she, well, they want a title. Did she bring in Rasheed Rice? She might. No, have. she did not. She they want a title. They want a title with all these guys. Did she sign Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor? Yoko Swifto. Did Yoko Swifto change the juice? No. She changed the mojo? She didn't didn't. didn't do anything. They they were actually mediocre. They they didn't score any points in the second half before she came along. Let's see what the record was before she started dating. No, she's just... uh, It wasn't her. Taylor Smith. What are we doing? 
Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yo, and I think Swift, the though. Bills thing is, sure, uh, I guess dangerous, but that's reputation-based mostly yeah. because if you watch them play, even in their, even in this recent run of hanging on and now they've got a winner-take-all, at least for the division title, scrapping to beat the Chargers with yeah. Easton Stick. Bailey Zappi had to throw three picks to, to, yeah. for them to win that game. Oh, you know what? She's been there basically from the whole year. Yeah, what yeah. are you doing here? Well, and their whole year is a disaster. It's, Yoko it's Swift. A, it's, not, it's not a disaster. It's, Yoko Swift, though. It's, yes, uh, it is a, a disaster, Dell. It's not a disaster. disaster. How many? Okay. Just because you like. Let me ask okay, you this. For, your, for you, you sit there and think, oh, not, eight and five is not a disaster. They're not eight and five, are oh, they? not eight and five. They were eight and five when they Let me ask the, you uh, this. Okay, how many yards has Patrick Mahomes thrown for this year? And an off and a terrible year for him. Uh, say thirty nine hundred forty one eighty three. Yeah, Yoko Swift. With, yeah, Yoko Swift was just, just horrible. Oh, he threw and a with lot no, of passes. With no receivers. How many shots did he shoot? No. <laughs> See, no. He still got up. Well, he actually up. is. He's throwing a lot of picks. Go ahead, John. And, read it. He's averaging seven yards. Yeah, it's his lowest of his it's career. His lowest. So, and oh, by the way, Swift, it's he's Jordan Love. Yoko you, Swift. You've watched Kadarius Tony. Some more stats. You've so watched Kadarius. Jordan Love is playing better. Thirty touchdowns and eleven interceptions. Swift. Mahomes twenty-seven and fourteen. This Yoko man Swift, has watched Kadarius Tony bat balls into defenders' hands for interceptions. Okay, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Line that up all sides. That, that is true. He's you know what? It Taylor Swift. That is true. You know where that didn't happen. Before Yoko Swift, though, got there, Kadarius Tony was catching Super Bowl catches for dubs. Yeah, behind the line of scrimmage. He was catching balls behind the line of scrimmage. You're blaming Taylor Swift for Kadarius Tony's hands? I am unapologetically... I am unapologetically superstitious. I am unapologetically superstitious. I think she is a very talented person. I don't want the Swifties on me, Mm -hmm. but at the same time... Oh, we already got one. Alyssa. I know. And I guess she's just going to have to she live with this. She has like you. Done. Why? Because she's got Yoko Swift, though? No, because she Sorry. crushes you. She she crushes me how? She crushes the, the Chiefs. Well, it, she crushes what had been fairness, a baby dynasty. In all fairness, at the Christmas dynasty. party, Alyssa was there, and she actually bodied was, you. Yeah. She bodied it was, you throughout it was the show. She's bodying a team into literally... She literally follows somebody who is bodying a team into irrelevance. Mm-hmm. The Texans are her, more relevant her than the favorite, Chiefs right now. Her favorite person the is Texans the most... The Texans are more relevant than the her Chiefs. Her favorite Bill. person is the biggest pop star in the world. Yeah. If the Chiefs lose and the Texans your win, favorite, who has more you know wins who, You year? know who your favorite person is? Who? A homewrecker. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's not my favorite person yeah, she anymore. Is, yes, Dua she Lipa. Is. What has Dua Lipa ever done to Oh, now it's Dua Lipa. Yeah, I'm on okay. Dua Lipa. Uh, I, we got a break, 845 ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Let's start talking about basketball for a change. Let's start talking about hoops for a change. Let's start talking about Keith Tate and what he does for our community for a change. Let's do that. What Keith Tate does every single day is bring the best basketball goal in the history of basketball goals to your front yard, to your driveway, to your – if you want to put it on the garage, he can do that. But I like the the goal – that that is is it's put in better than any goal ever has been installed. Okay, the, they'll they'll put the concrete around it and they'll make sure that it's not one of those ones that you get at the box store with the sand in it that w- wiggles every time you make a basket or touch it. That's not how it works. This is a, a great goal. This is a this is a pro level basket. It's the best basket that you can get, and you can raise and lower it. And you do that with a drill, and it's perfect. You're looking for the best way to get your your basket at your house. There's only one goal in the history of goals that you get, and that's the ProDunk goal. ProDunk.com, ProDunk.com. 
Tell them that you heard it right here, and I'm telling you, the kids will love it because you get to raise and lower it. They get to dunk, and they get to have fun, Dad. ProDunk.com, that's ProDunk.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of old Greg. I know what you're thinking. Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly manfish. I'm old Greg. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Let me ask you a question, Lance. Is this is this something that is going to be a thing? Texas Insider argues Longhorns have to start Arch Manning over Quinn Ewers in 2024. Are Quinn Ewers' days starting over Arch Manning done? I was thinking about Matt, this. Mac Engel. Who's Mac Engel? Huh. I don't know. Texas insider, Mac Engel. Okay, so in that seven-hour drive back from New Orleans I had yesterday, which was an atrocity, I had a lot of things to think about. And one of them was um, about this very subject. And so Quinn Ewers gives you a better chance to win than Arch Manning, I think. But I also think Quinn is limited. I don't think Quinn thinks the game very well. I don't think he sees the field all that great. I think Arch is potentially more cerebral. I think he's going to be less physically gifted, obviously, than Quinn Ewers. If if Arch wants to stay, now, well, here's what I would say. I was thinking this, John. You kind of need to get Arch into games next year. You're not worried about Redshirt yeah. anymore, so he's going to play more than four games. I do wonder if there's going to be a scenario where if Quinn Ewers, so if Quinn Ewers loses, is Mitchell staying at Texas? Uh, he has not decided. He has not declared. He has not declared. I, bet I read that this out. morning. So if Mitchell leaves and Sanders, the tight end, leaves and Xavier Worthy leaves. He's gone. You, so you lose. Well, he's gone, yeah. So you lose those three. Uh, the running back still has a decision to make, although that surprised me because he tore his, whatever his injury was, a torn ACL, Brooks. So I don't know. If you lose those weapons... You know, are we are we sure Texas probably reloads? I think they'd be in pretty good shape. Their offensive line should be good. And the running game should be good. But if there's anything bumpy along the way, I could see there being a lot of people who want to see Quinn Ewers. I had somebody, I don't know if they're speaking from knowledge or not, but I had somebody who is in the know openly question whether or not the Longhorns were super excited about having Ewers back. Now, I think they like having yours back. They'd never tell you they don't want him back. But does this slow the the growth of Arch Manning to not play for two years? That's pretty rare in, in today's in today's college football landscape with high highly ranked quarterbacks. I think you are uniquely suited to keep Arch Manning. He doesn't need the money. Um, I think he's you know he's got a certain pedigree just with his name alone. I don't know if he's a good quarterback. 
I honestly don't. I have no idea if Arch Manning is a good college quarterback. No idea. I thought he was terrible in the spring. Then I heard rumors that he was playing much better in practice from from people close to Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers was telling people, hey, this guy's really practicing well. Arch is really coming along, uh, looking much better. So that's, you know, that's to be expected coming from Newman where he faced no competition to, you mm-hmm. know, to, to University of Texas defense. Uh, although the secondary, I guess you should be able to pass on the secondary. But um, I think Texas is going to want him to play. Tech, but but should they really be in a fight for – I mean, you I, don't I mean, have, I've heard people make the argument that, no, you cannot bring Quinn Ewers back because it's arch time. Hmm. I mean, if if Arch is staying, and oh by the way, there's so much that Arch has to deal with with the with uh, NIL and the, the claims about it and everything else. But but if Arch is staying, uh, can he sit? Can he actually sit there for another? No, you year? have to play him. You have to play him. You have to start getting him ready, yeah. and and that means you know Arch Manning may need to start one of those preseason. Like he's not starting the first game. Do they play Georgia out of the box next year? They have Michigan next year. They got a tough schedule. Those are Quinn Ewers games, but does Arch start one of the softer games? I don't think he'd start. They just say, "Hey, Quinn, let's get it you out in yeah. the quarter," and then Arch would play three. I don't think you're starting like Arch. A in the game. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. It would be good for Arch to prepare like a starter. But do you want to start that conversation? You're gonna sit your. St- you're just not gonna play your starter. I don't know. This is a weird scenario because. We got because, Colorado State, UTSA. Yeah, I mean, either one of those. To start the where, season. Where then I, Georgia, Florida, Kentucky. They got Michigan later in the, uh, later in the season. Yeah, yeah, it's a brutal schedule. Yeah, it's tough. It's not going to be. You good. know what would be great for Arch Manning is to. Mich- oh, no. Colorado State, then at Michigan, UTSA, yeah. ULM, 21st. Okay. Yeah, um, it would be great for Arch to get some time at some point inside those first four games, uh, at least three of those games. But I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I assume Arch is going to stay there. If I had to guess, I'd say it's 70% chance Arch stays. There's an outside chance he could leave, but I think he likes university. I think he likes Texas. Oh, and they love him. They They love love him. him. The players love him. The fans treat him like a god. I mean, wherever you go, you're going to be considered a godsend. Yeah. And so you're going to have so much pressure on you right away. But it'll be interesting if he's sitting there, though, and Texas is losing by 40 to Georgia. And he's like, holy crap. Well, you get in. Oh, you mean for Sark or Arch? For uh, for both of them. Why for Arch? Because then Arch is probably going to start playing. Well, no. No, he's going to be like, man, can we compete here? I don't know if I want to be here. We can't. We're getting our ass handed to us well, here in the SEC. Georgia. Guess what? That's playing Georgia. All too. right, I know Georgia beats people. Oh. Well, but you were just in the playoff, okay? Now, if you're if you're getting your hiney handed to you in the SEC five hundred team, which well, is then, a possibility for Texas next year. Well, that's let's not, face it, the Arch way that they tra- played this year, Arch, you don't think they would have never made the playoffs if Arch they were just transferring to an SEC team. If he transfers, I don't think he's getting out of the SEC. I think he would go to. Ole Miss or Tennessee or something like that. Maybe I don't. I think Arch would stay in the SEC. I don't think he'd be afraid of the SEC. Well, n- well, um, no, be, I, I be afraid a, of the SEC at Texas. I don't think so. I don't think so. Texas has a lot of talent. I think the problem you have is what does Sark do next year? Because Sark's got to Sark's got to figure out how to get Arch in games. Listen, that Texas had a great year. I'm not going to take anything away from him. 
they, they, they there were games that they should not have. They they didn't look great in a lot of games. They would have never been in a playoff if they no, were in the Al- SEC this but, year. You know, frankly, Alabama didn't either. Texas beat Alabama. Alabama needed a miracle against Auburn. Yeah. I mean, a true miracle yeah. to get into the position well, they were. And they look there. like it in the post. And By the way, look, in the playoffs, neither of them like are there. It. Neither of them are there. Yeah, they look like it in the playoffs. Texas did not look as good as Washington was better than Texas. Uh, Michigan was better than Alabama. Yeah. Michigan was always better. I felt like Michigan was the best team in college football pretty much the entire year. Um, I do think Georgia was clearly one of the top four. And are we going to talk about the fact that are they going to finally start to cancel some of these bowl games and just dial it back? No. Because they don't matter a single bit, and they're going to matter even less. The president of the bowl games makes a million or more just for that one day. So, no, they're not canceling anything just so you don't have to watch it. You know what you don't have to do, Lance? You don't have to watch any of the bowl games. But what do I do to get to be a president of a bowl game? Well, that's what—that's the thing that you need to ask. Not should we cancel it? How can I be the president of it? Yeah, because I don't want to see it as a fan, but I do want to be the president of one. And so, if you like to start another bowl game up, I'm willing to be the president. Well, doesn't Daspit like I'm putting his name on stuff? Down, one or the other. Daspit likes putting his name on stuff. Oh no, I—I'm telling you right now, I thought about that before that John Daspit could just, you know what? I think I'm gonna buy a bowl. <laughs> Why not? Mac did. No, I, it's it's not even really huh. that big of a joke. No. Like, I'm actually being kind of Poole serious. Weed Eater did. He's got family. Daspit can. He's got family. The Daspit The Independence bowl. bowl. Jimmy Kimmel has a bowl. Right? And he might be on the brand, some list the brand, that I heard. The brand's a little bigger than than Daspit, but Barstool, well, had, a, Barstool had, a bowl, has, had a bowl. I think it's their last bowl. I don't think they're going to still do it. They're still going to. I don't think they get enough from it, but... um. I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility. If John Daspit gets another huge settlement for clients, and he is expanding to different states, we could see a Daspit poll at some point. And if I am not on the play-by-play call, if I'm not on the color commentary, be at least on the sidelines for that. I'm like, I thought you want to or, be the president. No, wait, I don't want to do that. I want to be president of the bowl, yeah. If I'm not on the sidelines. <laughs> wait, I don't want to be president of the bowl, okay? That's all. That's all you want. 859 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Time for me to talk they about. they really make a million? Oh, or m- way more so in the big bowls. other stuff. Way more they in the have big to bowls. work. The little so. bowls, you make a million. Did, did you read? Is this just all the did, money? Didn't Dan Wetzel's book? Did you read it? No. Oh, my God. You got to so, so read it. So all this is is just a money grab for just, 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 it's just a money grab for non-athletes. Yeah. And you just, and yeah. athletes opt out. And sponsors are like, hey, this sucks. And, oh, well. and, and schools are like, we can't sell our tickets. All right. That's all right. That's all this is. That's all, it's been like that forever. It's just a way for people to make money. You know, I don't know if you heard, but there were a lot of bowl games that didn't have any people there beforehand. Be, before, not as much. Yeah. When it was 20-some-odd bowls, it yeah. was not. When it was 20, it's into the 40s now. When it was in the 20s, you went oh, to well, the, that was a while ago. the Blue Bonnet Bowl it's here. It's been 30-plus for, for uh, over a decade now. Well, I know, and it's, and it's gone down. Well, all right, so why do you care? Wait, watch. but these were embarrassing. Don't watch on, Texas State what? versus no, 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 Louisiana no, 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 Monroe. No, no, no. What did you think of Iowa versus Ohio I State? I didn't. I watched it for a minute. What did you think of Florida State, Georgia? We didn't get to talk about I this. I didn't. You know what I did? I Hold went, on. oh, it's 63-3. I'm not watching it anymore. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Most people wanted Florida State beaten like mm-hmm. that. But what I did think it was is – Florida State had four late opt-outs because I think they thought they were going to get the living crap kicked out of them, which they were right. 
but I don't think they wanted to be associated. Georgia was never not going to come in and try to obliterate Florida State. They even said it publicly afterwards, like we were trying to, we wanted to embarrass them and make a statement. We wanted, we didn't care how many players showed up there. We were going to look to embarrass them. Kirby gets his guys up. You know, Florida State's players all left. Kirby's guys, a lot of them stayed and still played mm-hmm. because they wanted to embarrass Florida State. And they wanted to embarrass the selection. We were program. all Georgia fans that day. I think America was Georgia's. Yeah, no, it was. Georgia was America's team that day. That was ridiculous. Mike Norvell was crying after that game. I mean, it was that was. And well, this is why I feel bad. Matchup. I feel bad for that. Like it's such a ridiculous bowl game to even yeah. play. You had all the opt outs. You mean the Orange Bowl and the fans? Well, this is. But this is my problem. It's the Orange Bowl. And fans are like, it doesn't matter, and they're probably happy. They just got the bag. That was an embarrassment to the season. Yeah. An embarrassing end to the season. It, and, and I, well, I many, do feel bad for Florida State that I've that's heard, on there for the – you no longer are undefeated. This is what you have to hang your – the worst bowl defeat in history. It's history. All right, we got to break it Perfect. Here. We got to talk about dipping. <laughs> we got to talk about your dip. We got to talk about you and your habit of putting tobacco between your cheek and gum. Every day, day after 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 day, and and how good this is for you, how wonderful it is for you, that she loves it too, doesn't she? Oh yeah, she says, hey, can you put another dip in and like that smell and that stuff all over your shirt and you know spitting into a cup that spills on the cup. We were, I was with a guy yesterday. Oh my gosh. The, but he puts the napkins in the cup, but he knocked it over like three times. It doesn't come out, but you're like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Stop already. You're gross. It's gross. Stop dipping. It's gross and dangerous. 975dip.com. Hemp in a pouch made of hemp with CBD oil. And so good. The CBD American Shaman says we want it in our stores, and it's in select CBD American Shaman stores. You're looking for the best way to get out of that habit with the same taste and the same sensation between your cheek and gum, but no tobacco, no nicotine, no spitting, because it's got CBD you want to swallow. All you got to do is go to 975dip.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Look at these Christmas decorations. She got me this little mug with a little red truck. Howling a Christmas tree. 